we're really competing for space in people's shopping carts against other snacks. And that's new to new to the cheese world and something that we take really seriously. I'm your host, Dave Knox, and this is Predicting the Turn, a show that helps business leaders meet their industry's inevitable disruption head on. Welcome to another episode of Predicting the Turn. Today, we sit down with Alana Fisher, who is the CEO of WIS. Alana, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Dave. Hey, I'm really looking forward to the conversation. I want to start off with the, the story of the brand. How did the business get started? Wisps is a pure cheese crisp, and it's a really simple concept. We we take grated cheese and we bake it in an oven, and out comes a wisp on the other end. And I wish I could say that um, this concept was was mine or that I came up with it, um, but that that is not true. Italians have been making making this product in their home ovens for generations. And if you've had, or for anyone who's listening who might have had a salad with a sort of Parmesan crisp on top of it, that's called Frico. And anyone can make it in their homes. You just grate Parmesan cheese, bake it in the oven at 350 for 10 minutes, and out comes a delicious, crunchy sort of cracker that's made purely out of cheese. Those are absolutely phenomenal. Um, The problem with those is that they have a shelf life of 10 to 20 minutes before they get oily, hard, or really chewy. And so what we focused on doing, what I focused on doing was taking that concept, which creates a really, really delicious pure cheese cracker or chip, and turning it into something that was widely available to people in grocery stores and um, anywhere they buy snacks across the country. And that is really the the work of, of, of Wisps and what I think makes Wisps so special is we figured out exactly which cheese bakes best. We figured out exactly how to bake it, at what temperature, at what duration, exactly how to cool it, and then how to bag it so that what we ended up with was a really concentrated cheese flavor without sort of a burnt or oily or really hard texture. And that really, I think, is what is so special about Wisps. Not so much the idea, but the way that we were able to execute it. And how has the business grown since you first launched? Well, we first launched as part of an Italian cheese company called Schumann Cheese. And Schumann makes, uh, is the largest importer of Italian cheese in the U.S. and has a wonderful cheese making plant in Wisconsin as well. And we, we launched Wisps really as an additional item that our cheese sales team could sell. We handed Wisps to them to start selling alongside grated cheese and, and wedges of cheese to, to grocery stores and, and club stores across the country. And Wisps just took off. And so within a few years, it became the fastest growing business within Schumann and started to really feel in some ways like a distraction or a conflict with the with the core cheese business, which is, you know, 75-year-old business at that company. And so in 2018, Neil Schumann, the CEO and owner of Schumann Cheese, decided to sell Wisps or spin Wisps off into its own independent company. And so now we're still sister companies with Schumann, but we're run entirely independently. And that's allowed us to hire our own sales team, our own marketing team, our own operations team, while still leaning on Schumann for cheese expertise, which which we always will. And now we've gone from being a company where 
people say wisps. I think I've heard of them. or I think I've seen them in Costco. I, I, yeah, I've tried wisps before to now. I feel like wisps are, are, are everywhere. We're in 65,000 stores across the country. And it's, it's unusual for me to tell somebody that I work at wisps and have them not know what wisps is, which is a huge change uh, in the last few years. So when you think about that challenge of kind of spinning the company out on its own, how have you thought about the culture of where you came from to the culture that you were building around WIS? We really benefited from being able to develop this business inside of a larger company. It gave us the safety that a lot of small startups or food startups don't have when they're, when they're just launching, which is the, the safety of time. And so as we were developing WISPs, I was always really maniacal that this product should not be launched unless we thought that it tasted absolutely fantastic. And that was always, always our gold standard is that we were going to launch something that tasted great, that really reflected the deliciousness of pure cheese that we had worked so hard to select for Wisps and make. And so that passion for the quality and the core ingredients and the flavor and taste of Wisps is something that we have not compromised as we've become a more independent company from Schumann. We hang on to that with all of our hearts and, and continue to just feel really, really strongly about that. What has changed is that we have now got our own sales team, our own marketing team. We're building out a brand. We're taking, we're, we're really building up a company and a spirit and culture around this snack that is different than, even though it's made out of pure cheese, we're different than just other pure cheeses on the market and that we're really competing for space in people's shopping carts against other snacks. And that's new to new to the cheese world and something that we take really seriously. So we're really becoming or have come to life as a snacking brand in a way that I think we weren't before. So talking about that snacking brand, Wisp has become the number one cheese crisp snack in the country and you know a pretty popular package snack out there on the marketplace. What do you think's really led to that separation and this uh, new form factor becoming so popular? When we first started to sell Wisps into retailers, we got a lot of pushback from buyers and they would say things like, I don't know what this is. I buy cheese. This is not cheese. And then I buy crackers to go with my cheese. And these are not crackers. I don't think I need this. And a lot of our early sales pitches were about how we were creating a category. We're now in a position where we have created a category and now we have not only Wisps out there, but a number of competitors and cheese crisps tend to have a pretty significant face in, in, so in grocery stores across the country. And so the, the, the world has, has really changed for us in the last five years. In terms of, of why we led this and then have continued to stay in a strong leadership number one position, that goes back to the cheese. I'm, I'm sure of it. We, we, care a lot about the cheese. We make the cheese ourselves. We select the cheese ourselves. There are two people whose full-time jobs at Schumann are to taste cheese and decide when it's ready for wisps. And if there is 
cheese that we thought was going to work for wisps, but turns out it didn't age the way that we thought it was going to, we don't use it and we put it towards something else. And so there's a level of passion and commitment to wisps that I think is really unparalleled. We also are the only ones that have the cheese that we use. So a great sort of example of this is that we launched with Parmesan cheese. Parmesan is a cheese that we made. We have a very special Parmesan that we use. It delivers a really nutty, delicious flavor. Our Parmesan whisk blew up. And about a year after that happened, we sat down and said, gosh, we should really probably have a second flavor. It seems like we've got something here. And, you know, I joke that it was the fastest PowerPoint I ever put together because to figure out what your next flavor should be, it was so clear that it should be cheddar. You know, the American snack on cheddar cheese snacks, you know, Cheez-Its, Goldfish, you name it, every single um, cheese snack in the country is, is cheddar. And so it was really easy for us to decide to launch a cheddar whisk, but we didn't make cheddar cheese. So we took, we went to the plant. We knew how hard it had been to figure out, even with Parmesan, how to figure out how to make the wisps. But we went to the plant armed with cheddar from all over the world. I mean, we literally, we had Irish cheddar, English cheddar, Vermont cheddar, Wisconsin cheddar, low-fat cheddar, sharp cheddar, mild cheddar, everything. And we tried blends for days and days and days to figure out what would work and what would taste good. And there were a number of things that technically worked in that they weren't super oily or they didn't burn, but they just didn't pass the test. They didn't pass my test in terms of how good they tasted. They tasted to me, you know, like cardboard, frankly. And I just didn't think we were getting the flavor that that was up to our standards. And so we scratched the launch and had our master cheesemaker actually make a new cheddar cheese from scratch for wisps. And so we now have cheddar wisp that I think is hands down the best in the market. It tastes just like cheddar cheese. And that is made with our own cheese that we make just for wisps, something I'm super proud of. Talent is a big part of predicting the turn. And as we talk about talent, I wanted to mention one of our sponsors, Hunt Club. Imagine the power of the best marketers in the world helping you to find your next marketing leader. That's the power of Hunt Club. Hunt Club is a new category of talent company that powers the network of experts, connectors, and business leaders to help you find the best talent. Let's face it, recruiting hasn't changed with the times. Hunt Club is changing the recruiting game by leveraging technology and crowdsource referrals to find you the best people possible for your company. Stop paying job boards that don't work or recruiting firms that recycle the same active candidates. Partner with Hunt Club. So earlier you mentioned that uh, you know when you talk to people, it's very rare these days that somebody hasn't heard of the brand. How have you gone to market and thought about marketing and social media and just your your strategy overall for driving the awareness of the brand? Yeah, we built up Wisps Costco, really. And one of the great things about Costco is that they are a very big supporter as a company of, of entrepreneurial brands and products. You also don't have to spend a lot on branding and marketing because of the way they do business. And so we actually had a much bigger business than you would think by the time we got around to really thinking about our brand and who we are as as a company. And I think what we've really tapped into is that, you know, we are, as I've said already, you know, we lead with flavor and taste. We happen to be a 
better for you snack in that we are low carb, gluten-free, low or no sugar, and high protein. And so there's there's a whole bunch of sort of qualifiers or, or criteria that that or boxes that we check that sound make us sort of fit with a healthier lifestyle. But we've always, always, always led with with flavor and taste. We always wanted to make a great tasting snack. And that is how, as we've sort of built out our brand, that we've really, we've really embraced that, I guess what some people might call attention, which is that we are out here to make a snack that will satisfy everybody's salty snack cravings and tastes delicious and tastes exactly like what we say it is and what it truly is, which is cheese. At the same time, we are here as a snack of, of 2021 that reflects eating preferences of today. And we are better for you than the snacks that we grew up with. Although we all are nostalgic and passionate about those snacks, those cheese snacks that we grew up with. I was a a passionate Cheez-It consumer as a kid and still am. um, I still love Cheez-Its today. And I think what what I wanted to deliver was something that something that tastes as good as a Cheez-It, but doesn't have that, you know, paragraph length ingredient deck. I think that's where we've really led with marketing and how we've built out the brand is we've said we're we've we've delivered sort of the healthy snack that people are looking for, but without the downside that a lot of healthy snacks have, which is that they don't always taste as good as those traditional snacks that we all grew up eating. When you look back at the last few years, what are you most proud of as CEO of Wisps? I think there's really two things. The first is that we've built a company culture that is really inspiring to me. We've got a team of people who are passionate about the product, passionate about each other. And we came in with a pretty into a pretty interesting situation, which is that we were really a startup. I mean, in our first day as a, you know, quote unquote, independent company, there were two people on the payroll. And yet we had these massive retail customers. And I was, you know, programming laptops and shipping them out to people and finding office space and buying paper. And, you know, at the same time, trying to run a business that was pretty well established. And so we had to find a team that was both really experienced and expert at doing what we were asking them to do while also being super entrepreneurial and flexible and able to to build something together because we were not dropping anyone, literally nobody into a role that had existed before they were hired for that role. And so we really just found a a group of people that that work really well together and, and find a lot of energy from that. And that's something that I'm really, really proud of. I was super worried that when we went remote a year ago because of COVID, that we would lose the culture and the energy and the spirit of the team. And I actually think against all odds that being remote made us more connected to each other and focus a little bit more on spending time together sort of informally. And we actually won a best company culture award at the end of 2020 and that is something that I'm I'm so proud of because not that I wouldn't have been proud to win that 
if we were all still together. But winning that when we worked so hard this past year to keep the culture alive and and vibrant just meant so much. So that's the first thing is I'm, I'm really proud of the culture that we've built and the team that we have. The second thing is what I referred to earlier, which is that Suddenly Wisps is, is more of a household name than than. I ever could have dreamed. And I had gotten so accustomed to telling people about wisps and asking and having the question be wisps. What is that again? You know, I don't remember what I I think I've heard of them, but I'm not sure. Now hearing people say, Oh yeah, I see wisps everywhere. I see them in the supermarket. I see them in target and Walmart and Costco and on Amazon and, you know, at the airport, that is just something I, I really have to pinch myself about that. And, and I just can't believe that this concept that was really just a concept you know, five years ago is now something that people have heard of and, and millions of people eat every day. I, I, I'm just so proud and delighted about that. So what, uh, what are the plans for 2021 as you build upon that great success of where you guys have gone over the last five years? I think there's, um, there's a few things that, that we're working on. One is that as much as we're, we're now in a lot of retailers, there's still a lot more places that snacks are sold that Wisps are not yet. And so we're continuing to, to focus on just expanding our distribution. And that's a big priority for, for our sales team this year. We have some new innovations that we're working on that I'm incredibly, incredibly excited about. You know, we are passionate about pure cheese being the leading driver of of flavor. And there's a lot of snacks out there that I think would really benefit from a a kick of pure cheese. And so we're working on those. I can't get into more details now, but there's some really exciting work going on in the background. And then the third thing is that we have this fantastic marketing team that is really bringing the brand to life in, in fun and innovative ways. And They're incredibly, incredibly adaptable, flexible, quick, and scrappy. And I I should give them a shout out quickly because our 2020 marketing strategy was to get WISP samples out to people across the country at various concerts, events, conferences, street sampling, et cetera. And obviously that became impossible starting in March. And the team pivoted and took all of those samples and uh, shipped them to hospitals across the country uh, over really um, in the month of of April, I think they shipped out 500,000 bags of wisps to hospitals across the country. And um, it was just a testament to how, how quickly they adapted and how, how passionate the team was about, about being sort of part of the larger conversation and, and, how willing they were to to change course and something I was just really moved and and humbled by. And they have some great plans for 2021 as well. So we'll do some really fun consumer activities that I think will bring this to life and bring our, our company culture and sort of joy and humor to life in a way that, that we haven't before. And hopefully this year is, is looking like it'll be a better year to, to be a little bit more humorous and lighter. And um, that's something we'll really, really be bringing out across our marketing efforts. So final question for you is, you know, you've created this amazing entrepreneurial brand, but you built it within initially a large company. What advice do you give to your fellow leaders that are sitting in a corporation working on an innovative idea and trying to figure out that balance of the tension of big business versus entrepreneurship? 
That's a really good question. And I would say to take everything that you can learn from those larger corporations in terms of expertise that they have and experiences that they have and resources and talent that they have internally that you'd never be able to access if you were on your own and get as far as you possibly can using all of that. And then if you want to spin, if you want to become independent, you know, make a case for it and, and stay close to, to the business as, as the leader or owner or one of the key people on the team. I think one of the things that larger companies are really realizing is that fast growing brands, businesses, teams, et cetera, within them might need their own space to actually thrive. And I think that that there's a really strong case to be made for for that actually being a win-win as opposed to a, a conflict. Well, I think that is a wonderful note to end on. You know, congratulations to you and the team and everything you've accomplished over the last five years. And thanks for taking time to share the story. Thank you, Dave. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, hit that rating and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And for more resources, head over to predictingtheturn.com.